Welcome to the Tiffany Micah podcast. What we do here is build the strength and courage in you to accomplish your big dreams and goals in your sport. No longer will you feel limited. You won't feel you're not good enough. You won't question whether you will make it. Those doubts will disappear because you will have the competitive edge over your opponents and leave them in your wake. And the bonus is others will notice. Listen up and take notes because I will show you exactly how to do it. Hey there, this is Tiff from the Tiffany Micah podcast and welcome to today's episode. So over this past weekend, we've actually had the Australian Open golf here um, in Sydney and it's the, the men's tournament. It's the last like major tournament of, of the year. We are actually holding the President's Cup down here in, in Down Under, down in Australia as well, down in Melbourne. But um, what uh, we, I did over the weekend was that I actually went and watched all the pros play play golf. So the top top player was about fourteen in the world, um, Oosthuizen. He was um, you know incredible to watch. Uh, all the players were actually incredible to watch. And this is what I want to talk to you about today. They're all professionals, and doesn't matter what their world ranking is. They're all operating in the same way. And this is the point that I want to get across to you today is that like, it doesn't matter what level of sport that you are playing right now. I want you to copy what the professionals do. I want you to think what like what the professionals do. I want you to act like what the professionals do. I want you to operate the way the professionals do because you can really learn some things from them. And it's quite interesting watching playing golf because golf is more controlled in emotions and so on because you really need to be when you when you're competing in golf. Uh, other sports can be different. You can let out frustrations in a different way and so on. Um, sometimes you know, like when you're competing in tennis or you know, like a field sport like hockey or soccer or um, you know football or something like that lacrosse you can let out your aggressions in different ways but when you're when you're competing in golf you you actually have to learn to control your emotions around how you're going to manage yourself and what I wanted to share with you today is why do the professionals operate so well what is it that they do that's different from the amateur sports people so here's, here's a number of things I want to share with you today. So number one, they are immaculately dressed. So I'm looking at, at the golfers, but if you actually look at a professional athlete, it doesn't matter what sport they're from, they always are very well presented. They're always immaculate. They're very, um, they take the time to ensure that they present themselves well, because you've got to think of them, you've got to think of them. And this is what I want you to think of yourself is I want you to think yourself as a brand, right? So you're marketing yourself. You're attracting specific type of people as fans because of the way in which you conduct yourself, the way you look, right? And I'm talking about the way you dress, 
So a number of them competing over the weekend, yep, they're sponsored and so on because they're a high level of, of golf performer. But it's the way in which they conduct themselves, incredibly immaculate. So number two, that actually leads also into their equipment. Their equipment is clean, right? You don't see any dirt, mud, grass, anything on their equipment. So I'm also including bags in this. So if you actually look at their golf bag, it's immaculate, right? Very, very clean. Their golf clubs themselves, very, very clean. The golf balls, very clean. Why is that so? Well, there's a couple of reasons. One is obviously from a presentation point of view, they're marketing themselves as a brand. So they don't want to come off as grubby or dirty, right? Unpresentable because they've got a responsibility in order to uh, present themselves well for not only for golf, but as a, as an athlete, right? As a personal brand that they are. The other thing is another reason why their equipment is clean because you need the, the golf uh, face of the club actually needs to be, be clean because of the grooves in the club face so that the ball can actually work off the club face. Now, if the ball and the club are not clean, they can't work off the club face effectively, right? So you want to ensure that not only the equipment is clean from a presentation point of view, but also from a performance point of view, need to ensure that. Number three, courteous and respectful. That's what uh, I really love about watching golf in that sense because especially at professional level, it's a bit different at amateur level, but at professional level, you can see the respect that they have for, for their other competitors in the field. Whether they're thinking that or not, they actually show that respect they have, they're respectful of the crowd because they know that the crowd are the ones that uh, are the ones that are there supporting them so that they know that they've got to be respectful of, of, of them because if you don't get crowds, you don't get sponsorship and you don't get uh, competition money to compete and, and, you know, and win, you know, to win, to win uh, money and earn, earn your living out on the, out in the professional circuit. Another thing that they are, they're patient and tolerant. So that's this is what I was really impressed with because some of them weren't playing as well as they could have or as well as they wanted to. Things just weren't working the way that they wanted them to. So they're incredibly patient and incredibly tolerant. So when things are not working, they're not carrying on. They're not screaming out. They're just getting on with it. So they're incredibly patient and incredibly tolerant. So I hope you're making mental notes of these while I'm sharing these with you because I want you to be aware of this is how you want to operate as well. Number four, preparation. So what they do is they they get prepared to play, right? They get co- prepared to compete. So they have specific warm-up routines that they go through. They're very systemized in what they do because there's a reason that they're warming up the way they do. There's a reason of why they are operating in the sense of, uh, if you look at it, they go and putt first. They go and warm up their putts. Then they go and start working on their short game and bunkers and all of that kind of thing and leading into then the full swing. Because you want to be thinking about it. If you're, you're an athlete 
and you're warming up for your performance of the day, the last thing that you warm up wants to be the first thing that you use when you actually then go and compete. Okay, so with a with a golfer, for example, you don't want to go and warm up your putts last because that's the last feeling that you have actually when you step on the tee. You're not going to putt first when you when you compete, are you? You're going to tee off. So the last thing you want to use is actually the club that you're actually going to use that you're going to compete with on the on that first hole. So you want to be thinking about this too when you're competing in your sport is what is it that you're going to um, use and how what is the last thing that you're going to do in your warm-up preparation that's going to help you come off and start your your sport competition in the way that you want to. What's the last thing that you've actually done, okay, that's going to complement what you actually start off with. Okay, number five, they are incredibly focused. So there's crowds walking around with them. You know, you, you can, you're so close to the players, you could virtually touch them. It's a little bit different here in Australia. It's, um, you can get much closer to the players than you can in the States. And that's because the crowds, are, you know, are different. There's much bigger crowds in America than there are in Australia. So the exciting thing is, is that you can get much closer to them. Um, but the thing is, is even though the crowds are everywhere and they're right on top of the players virtually, there's not a lot of space, especially if they, you know, they hit the ball off the fairway and so on, but they're not getting distracted by the crowd around them, right? They've learned to tune the crowd out. And the reason that they can focus so well and be able to do that is because they've got routines in place. Right, so it's incredibly important that you have those routines in place. And that's what I'm going to be talking about when I release the Get Focus program to help you as an athlete focus better. So that'll be coming out early in the new year. Uh, another thing that they do really well is they know how to control their emotions. They know how to control their frustrations. So that's why they can maintain their focus. So even if things, like I said earlier, if things aren't working the way that they want them to, that's okay because they know how to control their frustrations around it. They know how to zone back in and and maintain that focus that they need to maintain. Another thing that they do really well when when they're in that zone, they're working on their focus, they breathe, right? They focus on their breathing, their specific things that they do. And another thing that they also do is they have a game plan, right? So they've got their yardage book that they refer to all the time, but they have a game plan of how they want to perform, how they ideally want to play out on the golf course. They've got a lot of measurements and so on that they refer back to. They make a lot of notes so that they know that when they play that that uh, course again, that round again, they know where the specific um, advantage points are, where the the um, the challenging areas are where they don't want to place the ball to and, and so on. They want to know how far it is from from each measurement uh, to hit into the green. So the thing is, is you want to have a detailed game plan so that you know what you are doing and how you're going to perform. Even if you're not performing the way that you want to, you still need to have a game plan, right? It's going to all about keeping you focused. And another great thing that you see with them as well is they're having some fun. Right, they're really enjoying being out there. Yeah, they want to, you know. Yeah, they're wanting to win the tournament. Yeah, they if they win the tournament, they can earn, you know, substantial amount of money and all of that sort of stuff. But they actually enjoy 
what they're doing. They love being there because if they didn't love doing what they were doing and competing as a professional athlete, well, then what's the point? They wouldn't be doing it, would they? It'd be a drag. But you can see how much they actually enjoy being out there. Number six, skill. their skills are a really high level. So doesn't matter what I look at it, it doesn't matter what sport you play at a professional level your your level of skill has to be exact right it has to be precise and golf golf actually requires a really high level of skill because it's not as easy to hit the ball as it looks you think oh yeah how hard can that be the ball's not moving if you haven't played golf before you'll understand what I'm talking about but The point that I want to get across to you today is that the skills are high level. So what have they done to have their skills at high level? How high level they've had lessons, they've gone and practiced religiously, right? It's just part of what they do. Um, And they're refining the technique all the time. So you'll find that the players, when they've actually finished their round, they'll go back out onto the driving range or go back out onto the putting green or the chipping green, wherever they need to actually go back and then focus on refining that technique because they don't want it to let them down when they go out and play their next round. Uh, Number seven, once they've actually competed and they've finished their round and they go on to the the player's office and mark off their cards and so on and sign their card for the day, they actually go back to the range And the reason that they go back to the range is they go back to fine tune what they were doing. So sometimes, like I said just a bit earlier, is that they may not have competed and and hit the ball the way that they have wanted to. So then they go back and then they go and work on refining it. But even those that have played really well and have been in front and, and maybe they're leading for the day and so on, they actually go back and they actually continue to work on refining their game because the more precise the more accurate they are the better that they're actually going to perform the next day and they want to keep that uh, the fine tuning the intricate detail of, of their technique in place so that when they are under pressure they're still going to be able to perform at that high level and, and these are the points that I want to get across to you today. Look at what the professionals are doing. So if you have a look at in your sport, what the top pros are doing, make notes. Be aware of what they're doing. And I'm going to repeat these ones again for you just to remind you of you've got to be thinking of, of yourself as a professional and how you need to actually operate. And then what I want you to do is then I want you to go and look at the top players in your sport and really analyze what they do. If you get an opportunity to actually go and watch them live, go and do that because the most interesting things to do is actually to go and watch their warm-up routines. Get there early. Go and actually watch them warm up and prepare for their competition or for their tournament because it'll give you some real good insight into what they actually do to prepare prior to actually going out and competing. So here's some things I want you to be thinking about. Again, I'll just repeat them. Number one, immaculately dressed, right? Well presented. Number two, clean equipment. Number three, courteous and respectful. 
Number four, preparation, right? Preparation is so important for everything that you do. Number five, incredibly focused, right? Through routines, controlling emotions, breathing, they have a game plan. Number six, the skills are at a high level. And number seven, once they're finished, they go back and they warm down. Okay, so these are some really, really simple steps for you in order for you to operate at a better level. Because if you're listening to me, obviously that you want to compete really well in your sport, but you want to, you know, you want to be a high performer. You want to be a professional athlete. So in order for that to happen, you want to do what the professionals do. Watch what they do. Refine what they do. It's so important because you are going to be the next one that's going to be following in their footsteps. Learn from those that have gone from before you. It's incredibly important. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'd love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. I've also just released my book, Focus, How to Reach Your Potential in Sport, Business and Life. I am running a promotion over this month where every book that's sold, I'm donating $5 towards food bank to help those that are less fortunate so that they can have a um, you know food on the table every night so that they're feeding their families. So if you'd like to be part of that and you'd like to buy the uh, focus, how to reach your potential in sport, business and life, and also help support food bank, if you go to tiffanymika.com forward slash food bank, that's one word. I'd really appreciate it because we want to raise as much money as we can for food bank this Christmas. So get out there, start learning what the pros do, start treating yourself as a professional. I want you to dream big, believe in you and go after your dreams. Have an absolutely awesome day. Take care. Talk to you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you haven't yet downloaded the number one deadly mistake athletes make, make sure you go to tiffany-mica.com and download the number one deadly mistake athletes make. Share with me what you like best about what you heard in the comment section wherever you hear this episode. Share with your friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes. And please leave a five-star review wherever you hear these episodes. I would really appreciate it. Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams, have an absolutely awesome day.